Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the second book of Samuel. An informant came to David with the report the children of Israel have transferred their loyalty to Absalom. At this, David said to all his servants who were with him in Jerusalem, Up, let us take flight, or none of us will escape from Absalom. Leave quickly, lest he hurry and overtake us. Then visit disaster upon us and put the city to the sword. As David went up the Mount of Olives, he wept without ceasing. His head was covered, and he was walking barefoot. All those who were with him also had their heads covered and were weeping as they went. As David was approaching Bahurim, a man named Shimei, the son of Gera, of the same clan as Saul's family, was coming out of the place, cursing as he came. He threw stones at David and at all the king's officers, even though all the soldiers, including the royal guard, were on David's right and on his left. Shimei was saying as he cursed, Away, away, you murderous and wicked man! The Lord has requited you for all the bloodshed in the family of Saul, in whose stead you became king. And the Lord has given over the kingdom to your son Absalom. And now you suffer ruin because you are a murderer. Abishai, son of Zeruah, said to the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Let me go over, please, and lop off his head. But the king replied, What business is it of mine or of yours, sons of Zeruah, that he curses? Suppose the Lord has told him to curse David. Who then will dare to say, Why are you doing this? Then the king said to Abishai and to all his servants, if my own son, who came forth from my loins, is seeking my life, how much more might this Benjaminite do so? Let him alone, and let him curse, for the Lord has told him to. Perhaps the Lord will look upon my affliction, and make it up to me with benefits for the curses he is uttering this day. David and his men continued on the road, while Shimei kept the breast of them on the hillside, all the while cursing and throwing stones and dirt as he went. The Word of the Lord. Lord, rise up and save me. O Lord, how many are my adversaries? Many rise up against me. Many are saying of me, There is no salvation for him in God. But you, O Lord, are my shield, my glory. You lift up my head. When I call out to the Lord, he answers me from his holy mountain. When I lie down and sleep, I wake again, for the Lord sustains me. I fear not the myriads of people arrayed against me on every side. The children of Israel had transferred their loyalty from King David to his no-good son, Absalom. Recall in last week's passages, David impregnated another man's wife and then saw to it that the man got killed. David, the adulterer and murderer, repented and the prophet Nathan told him he wouldn't die. But he would suffer various afflictions as a result of his sins. His son Absalom was one of those afflictions. David's firstborn and presumptive heir was Amnon. He was not much good either. In chapter 13, he raped his sister. His brother Absalom saw that he was killed for it, not so much for the honor of the girl, but rather that it cleared the way for Absalom to be the next king. Absalom was praised for his beauty, having nice long hair that he cut only once a year. There was no blemish on him, we read in chapter 14. Absalom was also ambitious. He gathered amongst his 
Ism him, men who were displeased with his father, and when their number became large enough, Absalom declared himself king in Hebron, twenty miles south of Jerusalem, where David had been made king. David and his entourage then had to flee Jerusalem. It's interesting. King Saul was the most handsome man in all of Israel, and the young David had to flee from him. Now, David once again had to flee, hunted by his good-looking and no-good son. David headed east out of the city down to the Kedron Valley and up to the Mount of Olives, where with covered head and bare feet he wept without ceasing. As king, he should have been angry and plotting revenge. Instead, he was sorry. He was a penitent through all of this. He knew this was payment for his sins. Up on the mount, an old man, a relative of King Saul's, cursed at David and threw rocks at him. He yelled, Away, you murderous and wicked man. You suffer ruin because you're a murderer. Now, the man had to be quite crazy to yell at David like that as he was surrounded by his soldiers. And we have a great line from one of David's soldiers. Why should this dead dog curse my lord, the king? Let me go over, please, and lop off his head. But David was calm and reflective. My own son is trying to kill me, so why shouldn't this old man throw rocks and call me names? Perhaps God told him to do so. Perhaps God will reward me for suffering this affliction, which I deserve. So David and his group continued walking along as they got pelted with rocks and dirt and curse words. It's interesting, like King David, Jesus Christ wept up on the Mount of Olives. Shortly after that, Christ carried a cross through the streets of Jerusalem. As he walked along, he got pelted with rocks and dirt and curse words. That is what we do when we sin. We pelt our Lord. We curse our King. We have to be crazy to do that. But Christ walks along and takes it. We, his no-good children, deserve at times to have our heads lopped off. But Christ tells his Father to let us alone. He will suffer the afflictions. He will make the payment for our sins. 